This is Live from the Table, the official podcast of the world-famous comedy seller. Come at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Comedy, formerly Raw Dog. A change for the better, in my opinion, uh, as Raw Dog was a little bit crude. Uh, this is Dan Natterman uh, coming at you with Noam Dwarman here, the owner of the Comedy Cellar. Uh, and Perry Alashenbrand is here with us. On the soundboard is our dear friend Max, who looks like a young Bob Dylan, but Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we do we have a guest coming in a bit. She's a, I guess, a psychic. She's a psychic. Uh, obviously, and I mean, I'm psychic. Though we're having a lot of trouble getting all the instructions. I, I'm skeptical. I'm no, I'm skeptical. I, I, I don't know about Periel. Periel's not skeptical. She believes in this kind of stuff. So okay. she should be coming in about fifteen minutes. So Periel, you believe in psychics? Of course. But really, believe in psychics? Yes. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Can we talk about last week? Oh, yeah. what, do you have any comments to make? I have a comment yeah. when you're all done. Well, last week, the, the Felicia Madison, Felicia Jeffrey, Madison, Asma, yeah. Jeffrey Asmus episode. You want to go first, Periel? Just, should we summarize it briefly for those who are not? So last week, uh, Felicia, well, you would like your good summary. All right. Uh, we had uh, a comic and a comic slash comedy booker from the West Side Natter- Comic Natterman Club. Notes, we called them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. So they had a dispute because the comedy, the comic slash comedy booker posted some stuff that the comedian perceived as Islamophobic. Among other things, she posted a verse from the Koran, which... I guess advocated violence. Um, I think she said the Quran only. Ad- there's, there's no such. She said there's no peaceful verse in the Quran or something like that. Um, Am I remembering it incorrectly? I, I don't know if she said precisely that, but but she she either said or implied that the that uh, Islam was an inherently violent religion, and so this comic Jeffrey Asma said, "Well, I'm not working at your club," and 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 she said, "Well, or, or maybe she's she. I don't know who started it, but uh, she she called him Islamophobic." He called her Islamophobic. Yeah, yeah, he called her Islamophobic. And then she said, well, I don't know you who. Don't like it, lump it. <laughs> you know, basically. Um, and the, then the, the, she she said, you're not working here. And he said, I don't want to work at your stupid club anyway. It's a shit club. I'm summarizing and paraphrasing. So that was the dispute. Right. So so this, the, the, the comic was a, was a I'll, I'll say he was pro-Palestinian. I can uh, say that again. And, and uh, <laughs> but he, he seemed terribly uninformed. When put no, the question, no, 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 well, he, go ahead, Dave. Go well, ahead. With the, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to stir up trouble. Well, the, what is your assessment of his level? I wouldn't say terribly uninformed. I, I think he was certain things he didn't know, but I wouldn't call him terribly uninformed. But go ahead, Perry. What do I say? Oh, what I have to say is separate from this. You said you wanted to say something about this. I didn't know. I said I also want to say okay, something. Okay, so let me say the following. I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit bad about it. I just saw Felicia last night, by the way. And? and there didn't seem to be any uh, upset on her part. Any, well, any, by uh, the way, I think it's important to note that she said that she tried to apologize and he was not interested in accepting her apology. When was that? Or here. She said that or she said that like she didn't mean it or she's not Islamophobic or whatever it was. Well, she, but, she, she walked it back. If you want to believe her walk back or not, there's a separate question. But she said, well, she didn't post that verse in the Koran to imply that the Islam is violent, but just to, to start a discussion, basically. All right, this is what I feel bad about. In the, in the process, it came out, <clears throat> thanks to me, that she had texted me um, saying, like, you know, why are you using this guy? Right. Uh, he's he's pro-Palestinian and he's um, harassing me. Or, yeah, he posted something, like, uh, you know, on online, on, on Instagram, saying basically that, you know, the— the booker of uh, the West Side Comedy Club is an Islamophobe or something like now, that. Now, I didn't realize that she worked for corporate a corporate entity. She so so in some to maybe some extent, it's not my fault. But <clears throat> I knew that she, it was her idea to do the show, and I knew that I couldn't, in good conscience, allow her to debate him on the incident and then cover for her about whatever text messages she sent me that would be that would be as you know putting my fingers on the scale so i knew i knew and i and i asked her at the show i knew i i had i would have to read out loud the text messages but i should have known that the text messages would be very damaging to her beyond the show and it, what i should have done was before the show Suggested to her, listen, if you want to do the show, you have to know that I'm gonna I need to read the text messages out loud and give her, her the option not to do it because now some comedians have gotten a hold of that and they're using it against her. 
and that was that was foreseeable, if not to her, to me. I should I should have seen that, and I feel bad about that. Um, nothing I can do about it now. Max, what do you say, Max? I know you you have some thoughts about it. Yeah, I mean, I just think she kind of. I think it's like not a good look to be trying to like blackball other comics just for like personal beliefs and like other clubs. So I mean, she wanted to come on the show. Uh, I just, I don't know. She she set herself up for it, kind of. I think like whether it would have been good to give her a little bit of heads up on the on the reading the text, but I don't know. I think I think she was. I think that was just like pretty out of line that she did in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I asked her on the show, "Can I read text messages?" And she, she said yes. But, um, you know, it's all fun and games, right? It's a fun show, kind of like the Howard Stern show. They're fighting, whatever it is. But this is actually having some actual consequences for her. A situation would had it had died down. Again, it was her idea to do the show, but now it's come back and maybe worse and I had a hand in that in some way and being the wise the wise voice I probably should have I probably should have prevented that so I'm, I'm feeling a little instead of turning the show into the people's court you mean yes Perry <laughs> so and then to make matters worse when the show ended I asked Periel to make sure that they cut out all the Israel-Palestine debate because I was tired of getting trashed about that. It's not relevant to the show. And of course, if you go online now, you can hear the entire okay. Israel-Palestine debate. Okay, one second. So, so this is, this is so I have to, so I have to stop the comments on YouTube because I'm, ty- I'm tired of being trashed. Okay, so or I... Or you could always just not read them. No, I can't. But here's the thing. No, other people read them too. Okay. First of all, it's obvious that a lot of those comments are bots, but that's neither here nor there. Bots? This- you know what a bot is? Yeah, I mean, it's like a bunch of nonsense that is just like, it's not a real person. Like, oh, I read the comments. I I read the You com- think there are bots programmed to place comments about me on my YouTube page? I think that, okay, I don't, I don't, These are not I don't, I don't. bots. Well, they're, 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 all, they're trolls. Yeah, okay, this tro- is, yeah. Trolls are not bots. Okay, I understand fine, that, troll. but they're trolls. Trolls, whatever. cliche. They're bots. They're, oh, t- bots. they're trolls. Nancy Pelosi, it's bots. N- okay, but this is neither here nor there. This uh, is you what. said it. This is, well, I misspoke. I Ventros. This like, is what I like want to say. <laughs> Number one, I <laughs> bots. Go ahead. Would like for you to do two things. The first thing I would like you to do is not be a jerk when there's a mistake made. Okay, because it's really gives me anxiety and it's fucking rude and it's totally counterproductive maybe i need a bot bots don't bots don't react to so i we spoke before i posted the felicia jeffrey podcast and we thought about what the title should be and then oh, i put that title oh uh, no 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 it's like i made a mistake I didn't even bring that up. I'm bringing it up because it's so obnoxious. Like, am I really fucking not giving a shit and just like letting YouTube auto populate our titles? Like, do you really not give me like the benefit of the doubt well, it's at not, all? Not the first time we've had. It's the second. When, I, I'm, time. I'm aware. What, what happened? Sorry, we go to. The, I go to the YouTube. And I'm like, yeah. we're not getting many views on this. I go, okay. I go to the YouTube page, and the so page, we were getting a and, lot of views. And the ti- the title of the. No, I got comments. Uh, uh, and views. We got a lot of views. Below our, our normal rate. Anyway, the title of the YouTube thing is the file name. It's the, the, so, oh. so basically what happened was... <laughs> LFTT, blah, blah, so blah, what happened M- is, MP4. Is that- that's the title. That's the th- and, and this is similar to something that happened on, on Spotify. And... Okay, very fucking occasionally, like the thousands of podcasts that I've posted... I've never seen that in anyone else's podcast. First of all, you wouldn't see that in somebody else's podcast. You're not you're not like going through for errors in other people's podcasts. Anyway, it obviously reverted back to like what YouTube auto populates the title it didn't as. Revert back? You never put it in. That's not true. It I doesn't certainly revert. Of once course, you, it doesn't. Once put, you save it, it doesn't revert. Okay, well, that's not true. That's not true. Why does every Te- beyond te- that, technologically semi-illiterate person I know 
think that there's ghosts in the machine. There are not ghosts but, in but the machine. But people who are good at tech, nothing ever reverts. Okay. First of all, I post, I've posted thousands of these for us, and I have fucked up maybe three times. Also, the title was terrible. It was not. Dan came up with the title, and it was great. What did I come up well, with again? With it? I'm sorry. Never mind. What did I come up <laughs> with? What was the title I came up with? Mixing business with politics. Terrible. Oh. What, what would you? You know, suggest? you you don't get to do that unless you want to be responsible and you're going to answer in a timely fashion and title the episodes because Dan and I speak and we're thoughtful about it, and you don't get to do that. Let me tell you why it was bad title. <clears throat> I would also like you to say, and all, the other part of it I'm is sorry. <laughs> thank you. I I accept your apology. And the other part of this is is you oftentimes ask me to edit something out of the serious version of the show and leave the video as is, unless you personally edit the video. No, uh, Nicole used to edit stuff out. Right, Nicole's not here. Right, but but that's beside the point. He can he he. All right, can I just can I say something? Why it's a bad title. <clears throat> Periel, what is the purpose of a title? To give the viewer or potential viewer insight as to what the show is about. It should Wrong. be Wrong. Max, what is <laughs> Max, what is the purpose of a title? <laughs> to get in the algorithm to boost the boost it, boost the views to as many people. Cl closer. The point of a title is to get people to watch it. That's what I just said. Now, what is what is if you were gonna if you were gonna describe somebody uh, about this show like you got to listen to this podcast you would tell them this comedian says you know uh, this this but club didn't owner, I did I suggest Booker V club, Booker V comic no this club this club owner but even uh, if you had was offend this club owner tried to 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 call out this pro Palestinian comic and take away his spots that that's what you would tell them because I'd be like holy shit that sounds good business versus what was it again. Mixing business with politics. Yeah, mixing business with politics is. Yeah. You're saying it's a little too broad. You you want to you want to try to indicate to them, a club owner tried to cancel okay. a Palestinian comic, and a but not and a Palestinian and a, and a, a pro Palestinian a pro Palestinian comic and a and a and a Donny Brook ensued. You know, like you 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 want to try to entice them. So, this is a problem with a lot of our titles. Do you understand? There's a billion videos out there. You you want to cut through, so you know I would. You know. you know what? This is really helpful because this is constructive. Not I'm really at a loss here. Like so dramatic. So what should the title of this episode be? <laughs> well, Ariel. Now you saw what just happened here. Now what would you, how would you title this? Dan, it's Dan's job. <laughs> well, it's not my job to title it. You text me periodically and ask for a title. Well, we have to wait till it's over because we don't. We, oh, just this segment. Just this segment. <laughs> dumping on Periel as usual. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't feel. Idiot. I don't feel I, I mean, dumped on. I feel actually quite vindicated. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So I, so I'm so, feeling bad about Felicia, and um, so I'll, first of all, I do think it's important well, that you acknowledge the fact that Felicia keeps saying that she wasn't trying to get him, quote unquote, not to work there because of what he said about um, Israel Palestine. She said that she was upset because he was trashing the club. Well, I I read. The I mean, text, I, I don't I, know. I read the text messages. That that was definitely that was definitely part of what she said. And that's why I corrected uh, somebody on Twitter. I said, listen, be fair. Um, she was getting trashed personally and and she was upset about the politics. And she came, she apologized on the show. Yeah. So, you know, it's not fair to just to drop two out of the three of the. Yeah. Uh, of what I think are the other relevant facts. Nevertheless, you know, <clears throat> comedians are going to see it the way they want to see it. People get upset. This is the hot button issue. Yeah, I get it. You know, people, All the way around. Need to let it go. Um, I I had a recent video. Uh, if we have, if if we're finished discussing this, yes, we are. I had a recent video on uh, TikTok that was uh, taken down or violated community guidelines. What now, Dan? Well, <laughs> that's the first time it's ever happened. Can we show it on the on the show? 
You're looking it up. But right? on Instagram didn't yeah. didn't didn't um, didn't take it down, but TikTok did. Now, what is the nature of the offense? Would you want to see it, or should I describe? Well, I'm killing time while he finds it. Okay. We've come a long way in this country because when I was a kid, Gay America was in the closet. Okay, and Trans America was an insurance company. So uh, <laughs> I'll just. And there was an airline back then. Anyone remember Transworld Airways? They went out of business, but uh, I don't think they would name an airline Transworld <laughs> Airways today. You know? What about Transphobe Airways? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking, and you know what I mean by ladies and gentlemen, all right? <laughs> well, I got to spell it out for you. You got to cock, you're a gentleman. Anyway, we do expect an on-time takeoff. You got to be careful, because somebody could, like, Somebody could like just take the part where I said you got to cock your gentleman and without any of the context and, 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 you know, and they put it online and then it goes viral and I have a career. So, uh... <laughs> All right, that's it. Is that one of the videos we produced? No, that's just, I mean, uh, you no, know, that's just that I, you know, they send me the, the, uh. my set after the show and I just cut it up. So and, that's, and, that's and, excellent. Oh, thank you. But, but uh, obviously, um, we know why it got taken off. I'm not sure. Why did it get done? Well, because I'm... Because the Chinese are very uh, trans... Uh, I, I guess because I'm saying you got to cock, you're a gentleman. The very part that I said, well, if you took it out of context, it would upset people is probably the part... It probably got... I mean, I don't know if there's like a, 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 a an algorithm that looks for things or if somebody reported it, but in any case... Well, TikTok is, uh, you know, for a younger, generally younger crowd, so maybe... I don't know. I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason. You know, but uh, I, my wife's I, practically banned from Instagram. I, 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 I think I clicked like appeal, but nothing happened. But anyway, whatever. Um, you know, it was a hot button issue, so I was hoping maybe we get some traction, but it, it got pulled. So, well, how to do an Instagram? Okay, not amazing. Not, not my. Is it on our Instagram? No. Well, we have like a million followers. I mean, I mean, why don't? Well, because I don't. Because it's not up to me what goes on your Instagram. Yeah, but if we produce it, then we put it on our channel. Okay, so but I, can you send it to Liz? We'll put it on our channel. Okay, fine. Does it? Ha uh, um, you should. What you should. Well, do, because I just figure that you. I don't know how the process works to to get shit on you your channel. Speak up for yourself. Okay. Listen, what you should do is is you should take it off of your Insta and do a collab with the seller. You have to. T you can't do okay, that take it actively. That's take right. It off. That's right. And do a class. Ask Liz. She'll tell you how to do it. That, that's that's a that's first class clip. We need. It's that. great. Okay. It's hysterical. You're very funny, Mr. Natterman. Oh, thank you. Um, and a little transphobic. <laughs> no, he's not. All right, what else? What else? While we're waiting for uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Hara, Carmen Hara, right? That's yeah, she's so nice. I spoke to her on the phone today. What country is she from? I'm not sure. I didn't ask. All right. Uh, what else, Dan? Um, well, I've joined the 2020s, and I got a subscription to Apple Music instead of buying songs one at a time. I think I mentioned this Why to you. Why not Spotify? Well, because Apple just sent me like, hey, sign up for... Th and so I just click, because whatever. Okay. They're the first ones that got to me, and, you know, I just say yes to the first first one that comes. But, um, so now I have access to 80 trillion songs. Yeah. Which is all fine and good, but now i got to find songs I like. This has actually pushed me for the first time in my life to search for music. And uh, hunting, I have gone in search of songs that I'm not tired of. Um, Most people listen to the same 50 songs over and over. Well, right? but I don't want to do that. You know, if I'm going to pay a whopping $10 a month, I'm going to get my money's worth and hunt and search. And I have found some gems. They're gems for me. They may not be gems for anybody else. But I have discovered, I, first of all, I ventured into the waters of country music, into those muddy, the muddy uh, Mississippi waters of country music. Uh, folk. There's a great song by Tracy Chapman that I never knew about called Sub City. Mm -hmm. Any, you ever hear of it? Didn't no. you go to college with her? Yes, I yeah, did. No, I did, yeah. Uh, anybody ever hear of Joan Armatrading? Yes. Yeah, this, 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 this chick's a beast. Yeah, she's great. This um, is old music. What's that? This is old music. This is $10 a month. Yeah, it's old music, but no, no, it's new to me. You know, they sucked the blood out of the music industry, didn't they? It used to be when I was a kid. When I was a kid in the 70s, an album cost 6 $7. For for ten songs, yeah, but you usually only like one or two, right? But I say you had to, you bought yeah, you and, you, and you'd buy. Yeah. I had yeah hundreds, a hundreds, about a thousand record albums for seven dollars a pop, 
1979, 1978, whatever, dollars, right? Yeah. Which is like 30 Now, you have every song for $120 a month, a year, which is what in 1979? Which is 30 bucks maybe in those 20 bucks. Like, it's, it's, it's absurd. And that money has to be spread around everybody. It's, I mean, who knows? I'd like, we may mask look it up. How much less money is being spent to buy music than used to be? Uh, yeah, the only advantage is, is that people might be listening to artists like I'm doing that they otherwise wouldn't have listened to and discover them. And not that I'm going to go to their shows, but you know. No, aren't they all dead? No, no. Um, Tracy Chapman's certainly not dead, and Joan Armatrotting, I don't think, is dead. I don't and, think she's dead. And there's there's a bunch of others that uh, that I you know that that just uh, two that I mentioned. But um, yeah, they got to make it on personal appearances, I guess nowadays. You know, she's yeah, it's just here. like there are certain things. Ma- Max Spotify Sorry. pays th- three tenths. No, that's not a tenth of a penny. Right. Oh, maybe of a penny, yeah. Yeah, the, per stream. Per stream. Yes, yes. Hold on one second. Yeah, three tenths of a penny. Yeah. Uh, Is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, so, um, but I meant the total number. So, uh, uh, yeah. So that's that's the the music business. Uh, it's one of these things that there's there's a few things which nobody sees coming, and the bottom just drops out of something. Music business. Um, I had friends who were heavily invested in payphones. <laughs> I know yeah. people who bought taxi medallions before Uber, right? It's like, um, you just you just never know what's going to happen. Um, but it's, uh, it's it, this is one I don't think anybody saw coming. And I guess movies are, I guess, no, I guess movies are still making money, right? I don't know what's going not, not on. Not quite with in the movies. same way, but I don't know what's going on with movies. All right, so uh, I, I, I'm not a psychic, but I think we're having trouble with the. With the but, kids. but, um, I mean, the musicians couldn't kind of band together and say, you know, this is. I mean, I guess not. I mean, is there like ASCAP or something? They I mean, try. or the record companies that just say, no, 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 we're you, we're not giving it away. You, you know, you got to pay us per stream, whatever, some reasonable well, it, amount. It, it, it is apparently a very controversial issue in the in the music business, but I guess. They don't have the leverage. I, I mean, if they Prince, I think Prince wouldn't let himself be streamed or something like the Prince fought it for a long time. But I guess if they all banded together, and the thing is, they, they also don't own their publishing. A lot of them, and and they but the count- record companies can band together. That's a, a lot easier to do. There's less of them, and they have a lot more power. Yeah, it's not clear to me whether the record company, which has an aggregation of all the music many of those albums would lose money. Like, you know, I'm not sure if, if they get hurt as badly as the individual artists. I, I'm not sure how that works. But I'm sure the record companies take a, a hit also. I, you know what? I don't know what I'm talking about because the artists <laughs> the artists get streamed. But whatever it is, it, obviously, it, it's crazy. I mean, you, you, know, you can work backwards and know that you used to spend, everybody individually used to spend hundreds, many people spend $100 a year, and now it's, you know, Anyway, cut out okay, we're joined by Carmen. There she is. How do you do? Carmen Hara, the world-renowned Hi. intuitive psychologist, relationship expert, best-selling author, radio show host, and TV personality. And we welcome her among us via the miracle of teleconferencing. How do you do tonight? Me? I'm doing great. Oh, good. Well, good to have you here. Okay, so you, you are both a, a trained psychologist... Mm-hmm. And yeah. a psychic? Uh, no, I'm intuitive. It's it's an ability of the brain to transcend, to bridge the two levels of the brain, the left hemisphere with the right. So, you know, there is um there there are two glands on the top of the head that can connect the two hemisphere. Is the cognitive mind? You operate on the cognitive mind right now. Yes. And uh, there's the subconscious mind. So if you bridge the two levels, then you use something that is called intuition. It's an ability of the brain that everybody has. And some people call themselves psychics, but they don't know exactly why they call themselves psychics. And I'm giving you the sort of medical explanation why, you know, it's possible to connect and be more intuitive uh, if you want to be. It's your decision. 
so you're not a psych. You don't believe in like supernatural powers. No, I do believe in uh, supernatural. Since the dawn of time, we believe in the supernatural, and I do believe that there is divine and that there is a way to connect with the, a force beyond the cognitive. So there, there is a, a divine energy that exists within ourselves, actually. So okay, so let me, Ariel. What's the matter with you? All right, listen. So I'm very interested in this stuff, and um, first I, I, I'll be honest. Put my cards on the table. Um, well, you probably know this. I'm I'm skeptical of of. Uh, fabulous. I'm skeptical too. So yeah, yeah but that's uh, fine. I respect. Yeah. But I respect. So, and also you're a trained psych- psychologist. Yes, so, I have been clinical psych. I studied medicine at Cornell. And now I'm a student at Harvard, so I'm studying uh, medicine at Harvard too right now. H a r v a r d Harvard. Harvard yeah. Medical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. So that's that's fascinating too. All right. So let's let's oh, take. I so I, I, I'm fascinated with medicine because and, I do believe that we should know more about how to treat ourselves uh, uh, beyond the system. You know, and the you, billion and, dollar system. And you believe in uh, numerology, so. This is what I want to know. I believe in numerology because it makes sense, you know. It's the timing of our life. And, you know, you cannot see well the world without numbers. Everything connects with a form of energy that is translated in a number. I, I studied numerology 30 years ago in New York with a Harvard professor, with a mathematician, and he made me really believe in the power of numbers as defining, you know, our life in many respects. So so let's, let's, let's talk about a little bit how... This all comes together in our lives and what we can learn from that. So let's take, let's just take something that everybody has in common. Uh, many people, I'm married. So first question would be in my mind, and feel free to jump in, guys. Does it matter the date that I get married? Does numerology matter? Because I know like some like Chinese yeah, physicians, it, it does. does matter. Everything matters when it comes to the time. Everything matters. So. It, it depends which day you get married. It depends which personal year you get married. It depends which pinnacle in your life you get married. It also depends what kind of an archetype you have and what kind of an archetype your wife has. So what so are archetypes? Are so, you really a match? Tell us what archetypes are. Well, first, so first, well, well, what's that? So, hold on, what's that at a time? So maybe you can start with archetypes. We'll get back to the to the dates because there's a day so, we get married. There's a date of our birthdays. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dates, right? The, okay. The date, yeah. the date we. But archetypes yeah, yeah. Are, are defined by numbers, but also archetypes. It's a term in psychology introduced by Carl Jung. Carl Jung was inspired by Plato. The same time with Pythagoras created the, the Western numerology that is the foundation of the bank accounts today, so the foundation of numbers. But by the same time, 2,500 years ago, two Greek philosophers on one side was Pythagoras on the other side, Plato. They both defined this concept, and I tried to put it together. So when you say Pythagoras, you mean Pythagoras? We call it Pythagoras. That's what you're referring to? Yes. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, Pythagoras. go ahead. Uh, Pythagoras, in, in the Greek, it, yeah. the way you pronounce it, you know, be Pythagoras. I mean, it depends on the accent. No, no, I'm not correcting the pronunciation. I just want to make sure I understood what What you were... What matters for the people listening is that um, Plato created the theory of forms. And Carl Jung, the student of Freud, developed the concept of of a form into the human archetype. A human archetype defines who you are, defines your personality trait, your capacity to love, your weaknesses, your strength, everything about who you are is defining your human archetype. Now, the question is, are you a match with your wife who has a specific archetype, maybe very different than yours? It may or may not be energetically a match, and that explains that out of the 100 marriages, 50, more than 50, end up in a divorce. Well, my wife's Puerto Rican, so you could probably predict her that, archetype. That's not, <laughs> but it has something to do. <laughs> she must be beautiful Puerto Rican women, mm-hmm. <laughs> They tend, they tend to an archetype. So, so, so how, how do we, how do we analyze our own archetypes? And give us some examples of some, you know, some, some like archetypes. For instance, if you're a number one, let's say people don't understand how you are a number one. You take the month you born, the day you born, the year you born, reduce everything to a single digit, and let's say you come up to number one. You're number one. You're a very independent. You have a hard time committing to somebody. You go to numerous divorces. 
Uh, Larry King, the famous Larry King, he was married seven times. He was the number one. Wait, how do you, how do you reduce it? How do you how, what do you mean reduce it to a single digit? How do you do that? So you add up, you add up. Like, like I'm born March 25th, so two five doesn't ex two plus five is a seven. Uh, I'm March. March is a three. Three plus two five, which is a seven. Three plus seven is a one. Zero doesn't exist in numerology. Ah, Zero okay. is a multiplier. Wait, the, the, the year and doesn't. You add the one to the year when I'm born, and the oh. year is reduced to a single digit. So let's born you born in 1960. One plus nine plus six plus zero who doesn't exist, we equal a seven. And seven plus one is an eight. So that it means you're a number eight. If you're a number eight, you're a workaholic. Eight is money. 2024 is money because two plus zero plus two plus four equals eight. Eight uh, this year is the year of revolution, the year of restitution, the year of uh, earthquakes, the years of... Uh, of Republicans taking over the Democrats is a year that brings a lot of stuff because it's a number yet that has a lot to do with money. So I'm just giving you an example in which way a number uh, 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 addressed to the year you are in has a lot to do with everything that's happening in the world right now. now so even the fact that two, zero, two and four is a feminine number has to do with Trump running against Haley and not to a man. So the fight between the man and the woman has a lot to do with 2024. On top of it, uh, uh, Trump losing in front of a woman in court has a lot to do with 2024 because it's a feminine year. Now, here's a, here's a question. This is a skeptical question. There yes. was there was a time on planet Earth when people mm -hmm. used a different calendar, and the Absolutely, numbers. Absolutely, I agree with you. Did Definitely. the numerology, like if, let's say they're using the Jewish calendar, would it be the Jewish numbers they added up to, or was it always the Roman calendar, mm -hmm. but they didn't know? what the numerology was. But I don't know if, you know what I mean? You go back to the ancient Kabbalah. That's a different story. We are, I'm only analyzing from the point of view of the Greeks. I'm only, the, the, the different numerology, the Skaldian numerology, the Vedic numerology. So we're going into different systems of calculating time. I'm applying to the Western uh, numerology. I'm not talking about the ancient teaching of Kabbalah, but Kabbalah is the essence of everything. I'm a, a very convinced uh, uh, Jewish woman, you know what I mean? Who I believe in Kabbalah. You're a Jewish woman? Yes. But you're not born. So, what, what's what, where, where, you're, was, where are you originally from? I was born in Romania, but there are a lot of Jews in Romania. And uh, um, there are, you know what I mean? We, we are very... You're born uh, Jewish in Romania or you're converted to Judaism? No, I converted to Judaism. My husband was from Israel, yeah. I see. So now... So when you're doing therapy, let's say couples therapy, mm -hmm. if two people come in and you get their numbers and you're like, oh, no, no, this was this was should have never happened. Do you do you say <laughs> say save your money? Your, yeah. your number. Just get I, I get divorced. I used to do couple therapy in New York and I met uh, Jennifer Lopez in 2003 and she was involved with P. Daddy. And I yeah. told her, you know, three is a four. Forget about it. Run away from him with the speed of light because something bad is going to happen. And that's exactly what happened between Jennifer and P. Daddy. Then I was the one telling her 20 years ago that her husband now is actually the real soulmate because they are a match. He's a three, he's a six. That is a, that works. They work together. You know, so you have to understand what works and what doesn't in the energy field and has nothing to do with Western numerology, Caldean numerology. It has a lot to do with the energy we are born of. You know? well, uh, years ago, this is a funny story. Years ago, when I used to be a musician, Mark Anthony, I don't know when they, he was with Jennifer Lopez at the time, and he came down to the Cafe Wa, okay. and we were all hanging out, me and some musicians were hanging out in front with him. <laughs> and, and, it's great. and then the phone rings, and it was Jennifer Lopez on the phone, and he's like, Oh God! <laughs> you know, like Jennifer Lopez. It's like, and it's like, yeah, honey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with with the guys, like, like just bullshitting her, you know, like, like, you know, like any no, dude I, with any with any with any number three. That she, she must have been a number three. But I, I'm gonna tell you, he's a five. So Mark Anthony is a five. She was a three. Oh, you don't have to In tell me. Book, three and five are transition. That's not gonna last. Yeah. Well. So I I had somebody from Us Weekly after she got married to Mark Anthony. And I said, no way this is going to work. It might work for a period of time. It lasted seven years. And it, it, it fall apart because three and five are not going to be a match in time, just temporary. It's a tra transitory relationship. You know? Now, just, just, can I go ahead. just clarify how this is calculated? So the, the numbers in my birthday add up to 18. So does that mean I just add the eight and the one and get nine? 
Is that how that 18. would? A one plus eight is a nine. So you're a number uh, so nine. I'm a nine, yes. So I'm a... humanitarian. I'm a humanitarian. You like good, yeah. You like to help the world. You People don't really understand you because you're very deep. In a way, you can be uh, an introvert. I don't know if you see that about yourself. You have a hard time. Uh, you hide things about yourself, but you love to do good. Well, and yeah, I hide a lot of stuff, but I do hide, but I'm... Uh, well, I certainly hide some stuff. We were talking about a threesome I had in Aruba a few weeks ago. But I didn't hide that. But, but um, I'm a six. <laughs> yeah, a six. I, oh, I love the six. I'm the a, six is the hopeless romantic. Yeah, that's I that's Noma, the, right? These are the people that are the love of the world. You know. Wait, well, how do you do this? Good. Oh, we got to figure that. So, look, so let me ask you some more questions. So, now, what else can you tell us from this? Can you tell us? You have any insight into who's going to win the election by the numerology? Well, you know, this you know, this year is the year of surprises. This year, it, everything we expect is going to happen completely opposite. What I know for sure is the Democrats are going to lose this election. That I know for sure. But I'm not convinced that Trump will be our president. Ah. So I don't know what's going to happen here because the way it looks, it looks like it's going to be Trump against the Biden. And it's obvious that Biden is going to lose. The problem is, is Trump going to be our president? The answer is no. So then what's going to happen? The unexpected. This is the year that's going to surprise us, starting with the month of March, with everything we cannot even imagine. It's beyond our imagination. That's why it's called academic year. This, this year brings back everything that could have happened in time. Like, like This year is the year of the dragon, and it's the year of karma. So it means repetition of the things that happened. If you go back in 1952, 1952 was a karmic year and was the year of the dragon. And you guys, do you remember what happened in 52? What was the major element of 1952? Putin was born. Queen Elizabeth became queen. The Republicans took over the Democrats. Uh, the biggest earthquake took place in California. We discovered the atomic bomb. So events like 52 are brought back in this year, shaking humanity. So things that we can watch and see what's going to happen in Russia in March. Watch and see what's going to happen uh, through the course of the year that totally will blow my mind. Plus, this is the year when people are going to march in the street and express their dissatisfaction, their pain. It's like the year of revolution and justice. This is to define 2024. Uh, not to be, but it wasn't the atomic bomb or maybe maybe the, maybe the high, how did it work? Was there a hydrogen? High hydrogen Hydrogen bomb, bomb. Yeah. 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 All right. So, okay. So right. now, all right. So Trump's not going to be president. We have, I think we, I think we made news here tonight. Trump is not going to be president. <laughs> but, be but it's president. not going to be Biden either. neither. a lot of people who love Trump. But expect the unexpected. I don't even think Trump wants to be president, to tell you the truth. He might look like this. I know what he wants. know what's happening within Trump. He doesn't want to be president. He wants the satisfaction. Got it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Of winning after after they, right. they, they take it. So uh, now, what, uh, what did all this tell you about COVID? Were you expecting COVID? What kind of insight did you have? into COVID about, do you, do you think, uh, Col- do you I think COVID a was a, was a natural phenomenon? Do you think it was created by man-made? What, what do you, what do you? Man, man-made. I mean, a lot is man-made. Money is man-made. COVID is man-made. Uh, illnesses are man-made. Suffering is man-made. Banking system is man-made. Uh, everything is man-made at a deeper, you know, very, uh, uh, how should I say, we don't really bring the divine within this world. That's why this world is in so much anger, trouble, you know what I mean? Conflict. And war. But you mean man-made in a, in a laboratory? Yeah, man-made in a laboratory, 100%. 100%. And, and what would you and say? Would that, be would, revealed. This will be revealed that this is man-made will come to the surface. Probably by people who were years of the dragon? Maybe. No, in China? <laughs> but anyway, so, <laughs> so, okay, so so you believe COVID was man-made. And, 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 and that's based on... What your your ask your insight into karma? Like, well, like I'm I'm interested. Like, how does explain explain the thinking that brought you to the conclusion that COVID was man made? It's not something you read in the New York because Times. COVID is a karmic disease. You karmic. know, diseases that are karmic are diseases that come back. If you go back a hundred years ago, you know there was another you know big uh, big uh, what was the 
the flu, Spanish flu. So Spanish flu. events keep on repeating karmically around the hundred years. Watch and see what's hop- going to happen in 2029, going back to 1929 oh, when no. the crash happens. So we rapidly go towards the collapse of the monetary system in which we will eliminate the cash and we'll only have the electronic um, uh, monetary system in the years ahead. The fall of the bank is, you know, I, I, I said all of this in my first book 25 years ago. I talk about the collapse of the banking system. All the problems we're facing today I actually mentioned in my first book. So, so you are heavily invested in Bitcoin then, I would imagine? I will not invest in Bitcoin okay. because that's also something that is not going to work. There's like a system that is going to be put in place in the next two, three years that is not yet established. All right. So uh, tell us. Karma is something that we all think about a lot. We, we'd like to think that if we do good things, that good things will happen to us. Um, I guess we rationalize if bad things happen to us, <laughs> maybe like something bad. So, if bad things happen, when bad things happen to me, I assume that my wife has bad karma and this is, way, this is the way God's going to get even with her, but I'm just like a, 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 a tool. But um, it, it, can we judge based on our own good or bad luck whether we've been good or bad people? Is that, is that a good? No, no. Karma is a very complex uh, uh, concept. It's the totality of your action, of your thoughts, of your intention. That thoughts, even your thoughts. Your but, but there's personal karma, there's family karma, the family you're born into. Sometimes, you know, you carry the family karma on your shoulder and you see a lot of bad stuff happening to you, but you're a good person. You did nothing wrong. But that karma will manifest. Karma also calcified into your physical, uh, into your body. So diseases are karmic. Uh, karma also means repetition. It's way more a complex process than the Newtonian concept of what goes around comes around. So not only, okay, I did a lot of good stuff and yet bad is continuing happening to us. Look at humanity, the karma of mankind. Whatever mankind has created for thousands of years has a payback now. So we pay because you used to say the karma is the law of restitution. And 2024 is the year of restitution and the year of justice. And probably by the end of the year, people will understand what I'm really talking about. You may not get it right away, but this year will reveal uh, what karma means well, can in we... terms of, uh, of re- repeating things that happen already. Can, can, can I ask one okay. question so I know the answer to this before, because it matters. <laughs> um, do you believe in... In the concept of a soul, in other words, because what I was thinking, and then I want to get to Dan, like, you know, children die young. And right. what you're saying is, um, sounds very unjust that somehow his family or some somehow he's suffering, the child that dies young, it gets cancer or something, die, is suffering for the karma of other people. But the but maybe he's, his soul is going to pass on to a happier existence more quickly, so maybe it's not so terrible as it seems to us. So do you believe in the concept of an afterlife and a permanent life of a soul? Absolutely. I okay. believe in afterlife. And I also believe that if you leave this earth and go in a higher dimension and you left things unresolved, you might be tempted to come back mm. because we are a form of energy. And Einstein used to say energy never dies. So you can come back in the flesh and finish the business you never finished. So, um, and also believe that your numerology will tell you how long you live. So on your numerology is a very clear indication how many years you're going to spend on Earth. And it also shows you when do you have a point in your destiny when it's most likely that you're going to exit this world. So it's fascinating to understand numerology and know how you will uh, go through your life. And when is the moment when you need to be careful of something happening to you? And how can you, if there's any way to prevent things from happening? So... That's why I'm, I promote this science because it's a science and it's interesting for people to get much more out of it. Most likely finding out your longevity. It's, I think to me it's interesting to know how long you're going to be on Earth. Go ahead, Dan. Well, I just wanted to know if you'd be willing to come back uh, at the end of the year um, yes. to discuss Absolutely. what you're, you I had. I'd actually come back sooner on your show. Watch and see. 
Well, we'd like to, after the election, you know, um, you, you had some interesting predictions about the election, so we might want to have you back to 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 uh, recap. Yes, I would love that. Now. And I'm very grateful for you having me, guys. I'm very grateful. Oh, we're enjoying this. I, I want to ask, of course, we, we we don't let anybody off the show uh, now without asking about the Arab-Israeli conflict and, and what uh, what insights... Um, does, does your expertise bring to that conflict? Do you, do you see what karma means? You just look at the Middle East conflict, which I predicted on, on Fox uh, 25 years ago on a TV show. I said that that's actually the beginning, you know, of the so-called Third World War. So this is where the danger is, you know, for the world to expand war. And and this is another thing that that uh, is very concerning for humanity. And what's happening here goes back to a fight that exists for thousands of years. That part of the world originated war. War goes back to the Middle East. That's what war was created originally. And Earth has karma, and something that happened in a specific time of, of, of the Earth will repeat again, like First World War happened one place, second one in the same place. So when things keep on repeating, but there's a danger with the war over, there is a danger that this war will expand and become something bigger. I don't want to give bad news to everybody. Let's just pray that that's not going to happen, you know? Now, I mean, is a, it, it, this doesn't sound good for the Jews, does it? I mean, a lot of bad things keep happening to us. Yeah, I don't know why it's happening to us because we such good people. And we don't deserve <laughs> According it. to you. <laughs> by the Jews, and I really want the Jews to be fine. And uh, I think they will be. Oh, that's good. I want everybody to be fine, but I, I'm not following. Yeah, I want everybody to be fine. I agree with you. But uh, something wrong. I apologize. Uh, it doesn't seem good. Our karma doesn't seem good. Okay, Perio, you have some questions. I no. I I actually hi. Um, hi. Hi. I was actually really interested um, in what you had to say about Israel, but you already asked her. And also, I think it's interesting that you're from Romania and your husband was Israeli. Yes. Right, so, okay, so I... I, I, I in New York, mm -hmm. actually. You what? I came to Israel and moved to New York. You lived in New York? <laughs> Sorry, New York. Moved to... So, okay, so before we go, I I, I brought up your website here. And I'll, there's some. Uh, there's a she lot of... a new book out, by the way, she wants to... What's the name of the new book? The new book is called Plus One, The Numerology of Relationship. Ah, okay. So so it's related to this. So on your, the, the website, um, you have lots of videos here. I didn't I didn't watch them, but I'm 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 looking at the um, names of but but the website is 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 chock full. So I everybody should go to her website, Carmenhara.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-H-A double R A dot com. So so a little little bit here you go. Signs of a toxic relationship. What are the signs of a toxic relationship? Uh, you know, when, when there's toxic relationships are really dangerous, in my opinion, because people argue so much, there's so much bickering, there's so much disagreement, and there are relationships that are toxic all the way from the beginning. And and uh, you look like Kim Kardashian and, and uh, Kenya West, that was a toxic relationship. Uh, and uh, there's no way to fix it. You just have to run away with the speed of light because it ends up very bad. It becomes aggressive, abusive. And nobody should stay in a toxic relationship. If you feel that you, you guys, you cannot reach common ground and you cannot uh, act, you know, uh, with compassion and love and in a, alignment and agreement with each other, then put an end to it. There's no way of staying in a toxic relationship. Just get, don't get therapy. Just put an end to it. No, put an end to it. The therapy will not do it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm with you, by the way. I'm, I'm happy to hear a therapist is skeptical of... The, the therapy because well, she's uh, capable of therapy for couples, not a therapy in general. Yeah, well, I, I did couple therapy. I, whenever I saw a toxic relationship, all you guys don't take up my time, go, <laughs> go away separate ways. <laughs> when when is there when is therapy the most effective? Uh, is effective in, in 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 many cases. For instance, we were talking about losing somebody, you know, young. If you if you lost a child, if you were betrayed, betrayal, you know. Uh, if you depress, uh, there, there's so many cases, you know, we can talk for hours when therapy is efficient uh, and, 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 and productive and can change your mindset because it's important to to switch, you know, those those uh, addictive emotion of negativity, of sadness, of hate, of anger uh, that are dominating people sometimes. And therapy is uh, 
is uh, uh, influential in changing that. Uh, what, what, what do you feel about medications? Um, you know, I've, I've studied a lot um, lately medicine and as I'm going to Cornell, I'm studying at uh, Harvard, I'm studying, you know, uh, the impact on medication. And I'm a firm believer that there are things that can be done naturally so that you don't depend of serotonin receptors when you can actually can take a, a, a Travacor. Travacor is developed by, uh, uh, you know, a science and is something natural that can made of GABA uh, and, and made, made of uh, taurine. And, and that can, you know, boost uh, uh, the neurotransmitters in the brain and create balance uh, uh, within those cotacolamines. So immediately, you know, depression can be alleviated. You sleep better, you feel better, you envision the world in a, in a, in a, as a better place. So you are in harmony with, with your mind. All right. Well, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I don't claim to have telepathy, but I get a vibe from you, honestly, that you are, <laughs> that you are a very happy and warm person and a pleasure to meet. And I would like very much to meet you in person. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm a believer uh, uh, in all the, the mumbo jumbo. And also it, it, um, it would depress me to think that uh, we are so much uh, hostages to being born at 11:55 or 12:05 a.m. This seems this seems quite unfair in the course of the. Well, universe. I don't believe we're hostages to that, but I do believe we're hostages. Because you believe we're, there's no free will. Well, yes, I don't believe in free will. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you don't believe in free will, or you do believe? I do I not. Do I do not believe in it. You don't believe in free will? No, I do not. Okay. Yeah. He he has a like a Newtonian. Well, I I just it just I I don't know how one logically could believe in free will, but. Do you know him? But uh, you have the free will to like me or the free will to dislike well, me. Well, I don't it's know that I do. Will. My brain is telling me. Look, I, I learned. not dislikable. Go ahead. I learned about free will one time when I smoked too much marijuana <laughs> and became you so. You are number nine. Well, you that's, that's yeah, well, guilt, guilty as charged. No, but I'm not. But I. I you, you, so that doesn't surprise me. You know, <laughs> if I look from, from the. Um, spiritual perspective about your divine codification everything you say makes sense and is in alignment with who you are numerologically speaking but you have a specific archetype and the archetype that you have is fabulous because you're a very well-rounded individual you're very loving uh, caring besides nah. the appearance you know what i mean you have a good heart uh, you have a good heart but well, the point i wanted to make about, the point i wanted to make about marijuana is i became so paranoid and i realized my brain, I don't control my brain. My brain is a, uh, is an organ that does what that it's going to do. I, yeah, that I agree. That, you know, and it, it decided yeah. that I was going to think the cops were coming, told. and that's what I thought. Yeah, I agree with that. But, uh, and, and yet, you know, uh, taking marijuana is a form of addiction and has a lot to do with your neurons in the brain forming an alliance and, and a dependency. Well, but I don't, and I'm not a regular user. The world today, the addiction. We are in a world that is very addictive, addicted to many things, to substances, to emotion, to behavior, pattern of behavior. So if you can break through the addiction of the world, we can bring normality and harmony in this universe and in our in our world and in the world overall. All right. Well, I'm not a regular user, but I do chew gum uh, uh, quite a bit. Marijuana gum? No, just uh, try it in bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so so uh, we're going to let you go, Dr. Hara. Hara or Hara? How do you pronounce it? Hara. Hara. So, uh, but we learned that uh, Trump will not be president. Someone else will be. It won't be Biden. And um, we should short the stock market in 2029. And, and, and Bitcoin is to be avoided. Bitcoin's to be avoided. Uh, stay clear of number ones. Depends what your number is. Oh, yeah, I don't think it. you can say it. Oh, well, if you want to know, does your book give us the details of what which numbers? Uh... Yeah, it details everything. It defines it defines every human archetype based on this uh, energetic way of, of uh, expressing yourself through the numbers. So, in other words, every number is associated with a human archetype, and uh, you cannot you cannot deny the human archetypes. They exist in psychology. Oh, they wait. branch of psychology. Before you go, just yay or nay, horoscope. Um, yeah, I believe in horoscope. Tarot, tarot cards. 
No, I don't, I'm not a tarot card. Tarot cards come from the tarot, from the Torah. So they, yeah, but I don't necessarily. What do you think about yeah. a number? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Bumps on the forehead. Um, no. No. Tea leaves. No. Palms. Uh, Palm reading. To a certain degree, yeah. Fortune cookies. No. No. Okay. No. I, I just wanted to ask you: Are number five, are number fives, generally known to be authoritarian types? They are free spirits. They don't like to attach. Number five doesn't like to attach. Well, Hitler, Hitler never had a girlfriend, so well, he had... <laughs> the ancient teaching of Kabbalah. Like he did have Ava Braun, but... Doctor, yeah. I, I don't know if you could hear because of the thing. Hitler was the number five. Dan tells us. Who was Hitler? You've heard no. of him. Hitler, <laughs> if he was a number five, that's why he died the way he died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. He, he was a free spirit. He was All right. Spirit. Well, he, you know, he was, I guess. Well, <laughs> about all about, you know what I mean? There are major archetypes and, and recessive archetypes. He must have been not only a free spirit because he was such a monster. You know, so there were many other things that define him. It's, it, it, you can't just simply say because he was that number. Brother, that describes him. I watched on YouTube this is where, where, uh, a, a Hitler speech the other day. Have you ever done it? No, it I've was, heard him. I mean, you know, it was, he's a fairly good speaker. He, sp <laughs> he spoke for a long time. I mean, the speech was like an hour and a half. I, I, I only watched, I think I watched almost 40 minutes of it. He took his time. He did not have one, uh, or I'm sure, I presume he, he was reading it, but it was almost memorized. He didn't misspeak one time he didn't stutter he started very calm and then he built into this crescendo i mean it was it was quite a a performance uh, uh you know just as to to try to understand how this guy was so powerful i'm sure i'm sure there are many other elements that allowed that but one had to admit that was I, I had no idea. I'd never really listened to a Hitler speech that way. Anyway, I mean, you listen to Barack Obama or any normal politician, you know, they misspeak, they, or, or Joe Biden, you know, but any of them. I mean, this guy, I've never heard anything like it. All right. Anyway, but, you know, that's how fives are. Anyway, <laughs> doctor, doctor, we really was really honestly uh, a pleasure to meet you. I'd, lo I'd love to meet you again. Any last words? Or I was going to let you go. So the pleasure is mine. Thank and you. you guys are fantastic, and you are phenomenal. I wish to know much more about you, but you're giving me your birthday. So. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll give me your birthday. Yeah, well, you're a human archetype. Just you know, as a psychologist, I see through you guys. So I, I got it. I have, I, Next time we'll have another show. I'll bring my wife on because she's a piece of work. Yeah, and, and uh, we'll, we'll give you all our birthdays, and Perry yes. will give your husband birthday, that and then we'll do be that. So much fun. Oh, that'd so be great. <laughs> Okay. All right. So long, doctor. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Appreciate Bye. it. Thank you for having me. Love you. Well, I think you know one could make a good case of Hitler being a free spirit. He he certainly he traveled his own path. How charming is that woman? Um, you know, don't get put a whole lot of stock into her her theories of. Now you have birthdays and all of that. What do you mean? What? Of course not. First of all, didn't I tell you I spoke to her on the phone? She was so. You got it the second you talked to her. She's so warm. It like radiates. Oh, really. She's a delight. She's I mean, a humanitarian. I, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't know that that's the best way to characterize me. Yeah, that's a little bit um, of a stretch. And uh, she jumped on the marijuana thing. I, I never use marijuana. I just. Well, you told her. So. No, but she said your addictive personality, which, which is not the case. All right, whatever. How do you know? Um, anyway, anyway, I, I think she was terrific. We really should do another another show. I don't know how the guests will feel about it, but um, yeah. But if Trump does, if Trump gets elected, then she might not want to come back on. I think she's right about everything. I think she's going to have an explanation. They always do. They seem to, yeah. But uh, <laughs> well, now, now before we go, yeah. Periel, you believe this uh, 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 extraterrestrial uh, mumbo jumbo? Uh, don't you mean paranormal, not extraterrestrial? Just being, you know. Um, Specifically, what? Like, what, you, what are you, you asking? You me? think there are supernatural forces out there? Which, I believe in which explain things in a way that we can't possibly understand. Yes, I believe in energy, and I believe in. Now, what does that mean? You believe in energy? It, well, we all believe in energy. 
No, I be- not not like I believe that there's energy and like when you do something good, you're creating good energy and that has an effect. I believe that will like- will someday science develop a meter? No, because it's not like that. It's not like that. What do you believe happens after death? Well, I'm not sure, but I think that something happens. A lot of th- well, <laughs> to quote Louis C.K., a lot of things happen, but you won't be around. You won't be around to see it. I think a lot. I mean, I think that your energy does continue on. Well, absolutely, of course way. it does. And your matter and your energy continue on, but that won't do you a whole lot of good. Well, be- I don't know because- what that means. What do you mean? Like, for example, sometimes like something will happen, and you're like, "That's a sign." Like thing, like the universe is at play. Like sometimes, like we were doing. Um, I was writing something and. I kept saying that, like, I really thought we should have, like, 18 chapters in this thing because of, like, whatever it was. And then when I finished writing the proposal, guess how many pages it was? 18. 72. Which, which is what does that have multiple that? of 18? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a stretch, don't you think? No, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Like, and people were like, oh, I don't really think it matters. And I was like, no, 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 it has to have 18 chapters. Like, I feel like the the numbers and you know me, I'm not like a big number person, but that's like a sign that it wound up on, on 72 pages. Four, four times 18. Is well, but if it wound up on, you know, a number of pages that added up to 18, you would no, have said, no, no, you would have no, said, oh, and no. those two, that, you know, it adds up to 18. No, right. no, I would not have. And also, like, we're, we're, you know, I told you guys we're collecting all these toys for the um, playrooms for a couple of the kibbutzim that were destroyed in October 7th. And we were packaging up the boxes and we're counting the number of toys that were mm. in the boxes. And one of the boxes was Rubik's Cubes, and it went, and I was numbering the boxes. And there were 36 Rubik's cubes that wound up in box number 36. Yeah, but you, oh, there you, you have it. You know, but <laughs> Perry, you go throughout your day. The dumbest. Thing. You actually believe this shit, or you just try to entertain people at all? Are you fucking? Are you kidding playing me? a character, <laughs> Perry? Oh, you know, you, you in life, so much shit happens that coincidences are inevitable, and it would be. The crazy thing would be if there were no such coincidences because we do so many different things and we're involved in so many activities that there's going to be a coincidence at some point. How many boxes were there? Um, There were almost 100. So it was one out of 100 chance. No, th- no, it wasn't one out of a hundred chance. Oh, how so? There were like, you know, seventeen Lego sets and forty-three Barbie dolls. Right. And so, what are the? But chan- however, however many box, however, however many Rubik's cubes were in that box, there was one hundred, one out of a hundred chance, it was going to be that box number because there's only a hundred boxes. But what were the chances that we were going to have 36 Rubik's Cubes? I didn't know how many matter. Rubik's it doesn't Cubes matter. we had. It doesn't matter if it's 36. If it was five Rubik's Cubes it could have been in or box 99 Rubik's Cubes, it would have been a one out of 100 chance it was in box number five or box number 99. No, no. What do you no. mean no? This is pretty simple math here. Five Rubik's Cubes in box number five would not, would not have resonated. Because the number... 36 is twice high. Exactly. So you believe in numerology, too? Yes. Ah. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, well, we could, <laughs> so, so what we know now is... I think we learned something about women. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. <laughs> you know, the, what's that old joke about the, 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 the professor in front of a biology class and... Um, Tells the frog to jump, and the frog jumps, and it cuts off one leg of the frog. Says, "I jump," and the frog still jumps. Cuts off another leg. You know this? No, I don't think another. Another leg. Finally, one leg of the frog. Frog still jumps. Cuts off the legs, and no frog. And, and the frog doesn't jump. Can't. So the professor says, "And now, class, what have we proven? We've proven that when you cut off all four legs of a frog." He can no longer hear. (laughs) 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 Somehow that reminds me of of Periel. And I wanted to say one more thing about psychology. I meant to fucking ask her and I forgot. This is what I, this is is my proof of psychology. And then we're going to go. If you meet someone, they they never lie. If you meet what? You meet someone, they they never lie. They say, why don't you lie? 
Well, I never lied because I was raised by a father and mother who never lied to me. And I learned from that to be completely honest. You meet someone else, say, you never lie. Why don't you ever lie? Well, I never lie because my parents always lied to me. I can never believe anything they said. And I found this so upsetting that I swore I would never lie. My point being, from virtually any fact pattern, you can generate an explanation why it would cause the personality that you're seeing. And this is why it's bullshit to me. You don't follow me at all? Yeah, but one of those... I don't... Yeah, I mean, I'm no. following you. I, I mean, I'm, First of all, there is an explanation. I mean... He's probably born with the gene that you know. Uh, that, that that's, oh, that's an explanation, too. Yeah. Well, uh, how do you, you know, explain that, like, you give her your number and then she really tells you what your archetype... I mean, do you believe in <laughs> archetypes? Of course I believe in archetypes. What am I, uh, <laughs> a... Uh, but he, he, your question is, do you believe that they can be predicted by the your birthday? Yeah, d- yes. Uh, are you punking me? Of course. What am I, an idiot? Of course I believe it. This is, this is science. So you, so you do believe that your archetype can be determined by your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have to go because it is uh, 6.34. <laughs> and if we don't end now, we'll be ending at 6.35. And that would be, I don't have to tell you what that means. Good night, everybody. Bye.